Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC make me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like, you want things good, and that's what we're going to That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an insightful service. Man, I think we should. Alright, let's, let's, let's quickly teach. Thank you, Jesus. All right, now, um, we are preparing for what is coming. You understand? When God these prophecies, there are things you need to do on your part. Prepare the ground for what is coming. You get, prepare the ground for what is coming. You play your part. You do your part of the job. So first things first, is that the, the workforce needs to sh- shed carnal weight. We heard this late last year, or early this year, right? Shed carnal weight. Okay? Number one. Number two, do everything in natural to ensure that natural does not get in the way of the spiritual. Do you understand? To ensure that natural doesn't get to a spiritual, there's natural, natural, natural issues, common sense things to spoil what God is bringing. So that, that you don't, with, with lack of wisdom, get in the way of what God is doing. So there are things sometimes just to tidy up this, tidy up that, so that we don't get in our own way. All right? So um, as young people, we are expressive, is what, is what it is. We are expressive. All right? Um, we like to push the boundaries. We are young, right? We like to dare new things. Is the is the age, is the is the period. So we we like to do our hair, even if we are boys, you know, grow it, do dreads. It's fine. It's not a sin. All right. We want to wear rings everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. They allow you to do it. Yeah, yeah. So if they allow us to wear rings everywhere, it's not a sin, right? Not at least not in itself. Alright? But this is the question. Number one, how far is too far? And in what places are these appropriate? Or not just not, not about inappropriate. Um, where can they get in the way or um, advance the way? All right? So I'm not here to label anything as a sin on its own, all right? But to put things for us in context. So if you see actors, right, they change their looks for a part. So they grow weight for a part. They shed weight for a part. They scrape the entire air for a part. They grow air for a part. They shed muscles for parts. It's weird. And they grow muscles for parts. They do everything to fit the role. 
to fit a part they are acting. They do everything. You know what it means to shed? I, I remember when, when, one, one year when we used to be a movie, I think I had to gym for about four, four months to get a particular stature for a role. So we eat certain food. I know some certain exercise every day. Well done, Juliana. Shed canal weights. Okay? Amen. Glory to Jesus. All right? So they do everything to fit a role. Look at that. So, for the period of, period of, of the movie production, their body is for the movie. For the period of, of the movie, movie production, their body is for the movie. It's owned by the movie and the movie producer, right? So they do everything to fit the part. Awesome. What about footballers? Footballers live all their careers under strict rules. There are things they don't eat. You can't just say, I'm going to eat chocolate. No. They don't just eat anything. Do you get? So, they can have careers of 15, 18 years, 20 years. And all through that period, they eat certain things, certain, certain routines, exercise every day to keep informed for the job they are doing. So, you can just you can say, I want to take Coke. They can't do that kind of vexing. Kind of vexing and drink Coke. They, don't do, they, they can't do like, like that. They are on a street regime, street diet. So, this story, I see Antonio Cassano, footballer of like 10 years ago or so. So, when he bought him, when he bought him to Real Madrid, Real Madrid was a, was, um, he had one of these, these guys doing mayonnaise, no, doing peanut butter as their, one of their sponsors. They, they give their footballers every month some particular kilogram of peanut butter. So this footballer he used to eat it. Not just eat with bread, he used to, he used to eat with spoon. He used to eat it. Guess what? During that period, during his years in that club, it was useless. Even he said it that, like he was doing himself. So he was not informed for the job because he was eating peanut butter. You see? So they had to keep their bodies in a particular state for the job. They do it for things that perish, for money and fame on the earth. We do our own things for things more eternal. People's salvation, people's growth, people's peace and joy. Being able to chat to people and do ministry. So we have higher stakes in this thing. So if people will do those things for things that perish, what will be a price too much to pay for what is eternal? So what will I, what will I say is too much to take on or give or let go for the gospel? All right? What's too much? What's too much? What's too much? What will I hold to my chest and say, this one, I will never let it go. If I give you a rule now in a movie and say, I'm going to give you five million, you take that enough. Whatever it is, you take it off. Uh, if I give five million, you, you scrape your head. You will baba die. <laughs> so, value. Value. So, to what extent is your consecration? How far is too much of a demand on your consecration? Glory to Jesus. All right. Can we yield everything, including our looks, for a particular reason for the gospel? All right. 2 Corinthians 12.15 2 Corinthians 12.15 says, I will gladly spend 
and be spent for your souls. Look at this. I will gladly spend and be spent for your souls. You see that? Paul speaking to the Corinthian church. I will gladly spend and be spent. Like be spent. Like use my energy, use my life for your souls. It says, though the more I abundantly love you, the less I am loved. So even though you don't appreciate it. Look at that. Even though the more I love you, the more you push wrong mad, you get you get the point here. Says even though you don't appreciate it. Even though when I do good, pay me with bad. Says I will gladly spend and be spent for your souls. That's a minister's heart cry. That's what we call consecration. That this matter, we live here, whatever it takes. We live for this. This is what we live for. Whatever has to go, we go. This is what we live for. So, knowing this, you cannot come before God and be doing, it's my money. It's my time. It's my body. Uh, when Christ redeemed you, he redeemed you. Redeem means to buy back, to buy to himself. So, he bought you. So, legally, you don't have a claim to your body. He redeemed you. He bought your body. It's in the Bible, I'll show you. He bought your body. So, to say it's my body, it's a bit of contract. You are breaching contract, contract agreement. You are breaching the deal, a covenant. Do you understand? Amen. First Corinthians 6, 19 to 20. First Corinthians 6, 19 to 20. First Corinthians 6, 19 to 20. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit Glory who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought, you were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your Look bodies. You were bought at a price. But when they buy you, you don't own yourself. You belong to whoever bought you. So he's saying Christ bought you. So whatever is yours is his own. The way he says all things mine are yours, right? All things are also mine. It's a contract. What belongs to God belongs to you. What belongs to you belongs to God. Amen. Amen. All right. So, conception means that you totally surrender your body for God's purposes. So it's no longer my body is about how does my body best serve in so and so context. You understand? How does my body best serve in this context? How does my body best serve God in this context? Okay? So now become, it's not my body, I'm, I'm a sort of this body for Christ's sake. I, I'm, not, I'm not the owner of it, I'm a steward of my body for Christ's sake. So it's why you must honor God with your body. Glory to Jesus. So that becomes, that brings the question, how does my look best serve in this, in a context? I'm directly putting context, because context, context is key. Context is very, very key. And there are things that work in a, that work in a, in a context that don't work in another context. For example, if God tells you that I'm sending you to preach to um, Agbiros and um, stuff like that, the way you can't go like this. You can't go like this. You cannot go like this. You cannot go. Don't answer you. You smell it from far, but we don't, you, you cannot go like this. Do you get? What will you do? You wear jeans that has tear in it. That doesn't have drama. There's no drama in that one. Jeans that have tear 
and holes. They have pockets, big one, big one. They have holes. You, you get, you dress the parts. Now, I'm not saying you would behave like them, right? But you have to even let them hear you first. All right? So you probably have to grow your hair, do the, 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 the thing. You might, you might have to because, so they can even hear and say, ah, oh, this guy, now, our guy, what's up, my G, right? So there's a context in, in which it works. So for example, a, a particular popular singer, God born again, a drunk singer, God born again. And she told her pastor, should I, I have to cut off my hair. I'm not going to cut it. I have to make it like normal people's on. And the pastor was like, please, your hair like this is the way God sent you back to send back where you came from to preach to them. Where you came from is where you are going back to preach. So please take your hair like this there. If you go like other people, they will not hear you. So there are people I can preach to. There are people I cannot preach to. Do you understand? Places I cannot go now and say they will not answer me. I think I cannot go and say I'm a pastor. They will not hear. I will say I'm a tech bro. It gives me entry there. Do you understand? So context is key. All right? So it's why you see Todd Bentley. What's that his name? Todd Bentley. Now, the way he looks, probably good for his job. But he comes to Nigeria like that. Even me, I go to his church. One white guy. No, not white. Not one white guy with beards, eh, one thing, one thing, with tattoos on the face and everything, everything, everything. Now, if God sends him to people like that, usually, usually people, like, people like that, that's the way they were for the born again. Do you understand? So God says, okay, the way you are right now, go back to your kind and get them saved. So the way he is, is how, is how they will hear him. And giving us context. So also, if God says, TGC guys, let's go and do an event in, you know, a club, or maybe, let's for example, they have um, a place where there are many clubhouses there, and God says, go to the middle of that club and open, do a program, do, a, do an event. On that. We will not go and do like this. No, you cannot tie a scarf. What will you do? You dress as though, I didn't say you wear skimpy, not that one, but you dress as though you said, if it was up, you get. I'm not saying you, re- re- no, that's not the point, but you dress in a way that at least you, f- you, you look like you, you understand. Do you understand? Because Sometimes, depending on how you do it, it's not the same. So, you might need to do it to blend into a particular context. So, if I have to wear tattoo sleeves, if I have to wear it, I'll wear it for the job. For the job, I'll do it. If I have to wear it, I'll do it. Nothing. <laughs> eh? What about Mkola? <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> Amen. Do you get? They, they, will, they will not know. Very real. Who will know? You can't do like this. You can't touch it and see if it's, if it's real. Amen. All right? Glory to Jesus. But you get my point, right? So it's more, it's, it's, it's more about context than about the issue itself, okay? Glory to God. 2 Corinthians 5, 14 to 15. 2 Corinthians 5, 14 to 15. 2 Corinthians 5, 14 to 15. This means that they are, they are, it, might, it might look like, why are we talking about this? These are important doctrines, okay? Paul taught this thing, so we must also know it. You get? Paul taught them. So, church must know it. All right? Shoot. For Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. And he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves but for him who died for them and was raised again. Look at this. Since we are convinced, it says, for Christ's love compels us. Christ loves our motivation. For everything we do, love is our motivation. All right? So we are convinced that one died for all, so that all died, right? And that's also that we that live 
should not live for ourselves. Do you get the point here? That we don't live for us, but we live for him that died and was rose again. So that whatever I do, I'm doing with, with the attitude of how does it enhance kingdom or get in the way of kingdom? So, before I take those steps, I have to, I have to gauge it. That what, what about about to say or do now? Does it help? Does it help my course as a, as a minister of the gospel? Or does it get in the way? You understand? So let's take that part off first. Then secondly, Paul teaches us modesty. Alright? Not just Paul alone, self. Peter too. So to show, you know, one will say, one, one, one you want to establish doctrine, you used to have to scripture to establish doctrine. You have to use two verses to establish doctrine. Usually, to, you just take one part and say, you know, it's, it's good to have, to have two or three witnesses for it, for, a, for doctrine. So we'll see Paul say the same as Peter. First Peter, first Peter 32 to 4. First Peter 33 to 4. Talking about modesty in dressing. First Peter 3, I'm beating up a bit so that I'm taking it gradually so we can just, you know, nail it. All right? 3, 3 to 4. First Peter 3, 3 to 4. Do not let your adornments be merely outward, Look arranging the hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart, with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. So he says, don't let your... Your main shakara, your adornments gone, gone. Your, what pumps you? Do you get? He's not saying don't wear, don't wear air, don't wear gold, or don't wear fine clothes. That's not the point. He's saying don't let your adornments be merely outward. So, as in, don't, don't let your, your main essence, your main focus of looking good be merely outward. Says, let it be more, from, from, more, more about your inner person. Okay? Gentle spirit. Incorruptible beauty from Jesus that comes from that comes from inside. It says in God's sight it is precious. So he's saying that we should put much more priority on what comes from inside. You know, uh, you know your inner adornments. You know, being treated with good works with a gentle and quiet spirit. Okay, it says in God's sight it is very precious. All right, First, first Timothy two nine to ten. First Timothy two nine to ten. Glory to God. Are we taking notes? No shake your in like manner also that the women adorn themselves in modest apparel with propriety and moderation, not with braided hair or gold or pearls or costly clothing, but which is proper for women professing godliness with good works. All right, so this is the idea. Now, it's not saying again, don't wear fine clothes. Do you get? This is the point. That you adorn yourself with modesty. That your watchword is moderation. He's saying that you, you this is the idea. That don't let yourself, you know, just do things because you want to do it. That you should do things with moderation. Now, no matter how far you want to go, you remind yourself, guy, moderation, moderation. You, are, you, are, you, are, you have self-control in how you look, moderation. All right? So it's not against, it's not saying don't break your hair or don't wear godly, don't wear pills, but it's saying that your watch watch with moderation. Not, not, not the one that tries to every time go to the extreme end. He's saying, calm down, moderation, moderation. So it's not in the things themselves, it's that you have to be self-moderated, spirit-moderated. Did you understand? Spirit, not just I want it, I do it. It's my body, it's my, it's my life. I want, no, no, he's saying be moderated, be controlled. Even in food, man, don't be allowed to eat you. Be more, no, it's true. It's, it's part of self-control. I want food, I eat it. 3 a.m., you want food, you eat it. You sleep baby at 4.30. You went to the kitchen. Something is, is not right. It's not moderation. 
Yes. Not at 3 a.m. in a sleep. Yes. Oh, is he thinking you're talking to? I'm moderated though. <laughs> Glory to you. Moderation. What do you Self-control. Amen. So I have this joke with my wife. All right? That is one, that is one big bang theory. Keep eating. I've seen your mother. Uh, but our, our mother is, our, our mother is, is well good to like, Yes, my mother is fine. What do you have to say? But you get the point. Keep eating. I've seen your mother. Some people that have very big mothers are Majelo, Motiria. Ah, glory to God. Don't wait like thieves. <laughs> Good job, you only. <laughs> mm, amen. Amen, oh, Daniel, prophecy. That's when I got a new mic, a new mark. Amen. Amen. I just look like a new one. Amen, shall I receive it? <laughs> All right. So this is the idea that for believers, our main slay is not what we are on our bodies. Our main slay is good works, Christian conduct, and modesty. You have to remind yourself every time, my main slay is not my body. My main slay is not my air. My, my, my tattoo, my nails, my sleigh, my clothes, right? Some of us have bought so many, we just buy, 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 buy. But you don't, have, you don't buy books. You cannot do scripts, three, three, two. You cannot do script of three, two. You have to, you have to do crowdfunding. Crowdfunding. For script is a, is a e-book, e-book reader. E-book, that has plenty of books where you can just, three, two per month. Three, two per month. I didn't call your name, so okay, I see. Jesus. So, you cannot do scripts. You have to call people to come. You have to call people that let's, 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 let's put money together to buy scripts, to do script a month. But every new cream, ASOS, every time. <laughs> Amen? All right, but you get my point, right? Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. So, so how, do, how do you decide? You know, when, when it comes to moderation, it's, it's also contextual too. Because there's nothing that's there's no there's no there's no moderation standard, so it's also con, it's also contextual. There's no rule that say this is not this is not this is not, this is not moderate. Again, it is 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 contextual and cultural. Do you understand? There are things you do in the U.S. that are, that is fine. They do that in the American church. It's fine. If you do it here, they will be like ah, I only took boundary. Yeah, context. All right. There are things you do on the campus fellowship. Mm. Now you do here like, ah, finance, context. All right, so how do we decide? So this, this has to be the guiding principle. Does it get in the way of ministry? Does it raise more, more questions than answers? Does it, but people look at me and like, and like, ah, ah, it's only Christian, ah. Because even sometimes, even, even non-believers have cultural baggage. They, they have a way they think we should look. So, for example, so, someone said on Twitter last week that my first step to be, my first step to be born again is, is to go and cut my dreads. A guy, that his first step to be born again is to cut his dreads. So, in his head, dreads is not born again. Do you understand? So, there's a lot of cultural pressure around this. So, it's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not about sin. It's, not, it's about, does it get in the way? You have to ask, 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 you have to ask, ask those questions personally for your own life. It's not what I can tell you. No, no, no. It's for your own life. Is this a problem or it doesn't get in the way of my ministry or does it open doors my ministry? Is it personal? So what I'm saying is that when you're doing this thing, you're asking yourself why you're doing it. 
It's about you. Why am I doing this? Why? Not just because it's trending. No, no. You're a believer. You, are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you belong to God. You don't, you don't just do facts and trends. You are purpose-driven, purpose-oriented. Does this help ministry or not? So self-regulation. All right? Or when people look at me and just, just having, you know, bells in their head, bang, 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 five won't talk one. They're not, they're not asking, eh, is it going to get in the way? Ask yourself those questions. It's important. Does it give wrong perception? Is it necessary? Is it necessary? Do I have to? Can it pass? Can it just go? Would I have more peace without it? Do you get, would I have more peace? Or would I fight my sister at home over this matter? Do you get? Would I have more peace? So, this should guard you. There's no point in time that you have to argue, argue, argue every day at home over. Remove it. Uh, can you, I'm going again. It's not a sin. Is it necessary? <laughs> All right? So, we must live in love. Even though we to things that are about our personal choice, that, you know, there are choice, right? You must still live in love, even in that context. Romans 14. Romans 14. <laughs> Romans 14. Okay, shoot. So my question is, so I mean, based on what you said now, how do we know where we are not drawing the line? Because I, I had this um, issue so in the last two months, like this trying to, this love thing, and I'm like, okay, for the sake of this people, we're going to be quiet. Mm. And that happened, and um, it was a very, very, very disgusting place to be, to be honest. Mm. And then I had to literally get out of that situation. But like, so how do we know when, say for instance, now you're with a group of people that, oh, they, they don't like extremities, right? And, but like, they don't, say for instance, you're with a group of people that enjoy cuss words, ah. right? And <laughs> you can't be cussing. You know you shouldn't be cussing, right? And so you don't want to do cuss words at all. But I mean, you're not going to talk about it as well because you just want to look cool. I'm, like this is a, this is an example. Mm. So you're just going to look cool in no. front of them, and mm. then have like, and then just be silent when a lot of conversations will go on, or not sound too, too. You know when you're when you're not heavily opposing something, mm. but you are you're like, it's not really good. I do this thing, but you're not saying. But you know you should say it like this. You shouldn't really be doing that. They're not the same thing, right? Mm. So how do we know when we are not? Blurring that line. Yeah. Again, context is key. There are people that if you tell, you don't do this, don't do this again, don't answer you again, they'll just cut, cut you off. Do you understand? There are people that if you, if you go too firmly at it on, on that matter, you've lost them. So what's the point? Do you understand? There are, there are times when you have to pace people. Do you get? You pace them. You know where you're going to write, but you don't jump at it, you break them. So you, you pace. Do you get something? This is not really cool. It's not healthy for you. It's not cool. They know usually. So it's not you say, it's not the people already know. Most people know most times. You get people usually know. So it's not you go all out. Okay? So contextual and the the goal of it and how best you reach the goal. The goal and how best you reach the goal. Okay? It's contextual. All right? Good. Romans Romans what? Good. It's contextual. Okay? We are led people. We are led usually if we hear God some things, we'll not do them. Or we'll do them. But most times, our strongest that we even we know that this thing God asked me about, but it's me not doing or me doing it. Usually, we know. 
you have to go to not there, you cannot say it usually because we are children of God, we hear God. Alright? So let's listen, let's learn to yield. Okay? Romans 14. Romans 14. Amen. Romans 14. Accept the one whose face is weak without quarreling over disputable Look matters. Paul calls some things disputables. It means we don't have a Bible rule for it. Ecoshell, butterfly. It means we don't have. I blame you. It means we don't have a Bible rule, a Bible rule for it. All right, because it's disputables. That we can't say is good or bad. Do you understand? So he says when it comes to, when it comes to disputables, you know, this is the guideline for it. Okay, it's a, it's a long read. Let's go. It's a long read. All right. See, see, see the first line. Accept the one whose faith is weak without quarreling over disputables. So someone says, this air is a sin. Person's faith in that area is weak. Acceptance without quarreling. Acceptance without quarreling. You cannot be, can't, can't fight over it. Once you fight over it, you've walked out of love. You've left the love game. You've left love work. So, you cannot fight. You cannot turn to war. It cannot turn to fight. It can't. Because you think you know more than the person. A man, anyone in Christ doesn't matter. You, to, no, no. you cannot fight. When you fight, you means you are betraying that thing you think you know. You think you have knowledge about, about, about Christ and faith, right? You're not trying to fight. You don't know then. You don't really know. You don't really know. If knowledge makes you fight and war, you don't know. You think you know, but you don't know. Real knowledge leads to love, forgiveness, acceptance, right? Real knowledge makes you humble. Not, 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 I'm right, you are wrong. No, no. Real knowledge leads you to, to be chilled. Be patient with, with those that don't know, in quotes, up to you. Real knowledge does not puff up. When you read that part of that, it says knowledge puffs up. Actually, when you read it, it doesn't mean, it means the word, the king there is, is, how do they put it again? Is it little knowledge or incomplete knowledge? Puffs up. So real knowledge of God doesn't, doesn't puff up. It makes humble. It makes, it makes loving. So when knowledge makes you puffed up, it's, in, it's, incomplete, it's, it's incomplete knowledge, partial knowledge that makes puffed up. Do you understand? Please go on. Okay. Are we there? One person's face allows them to eat anything, but another whose face is weak eats only vegetables. Amen. Another whose face is weak eats only vegetables. I didn't say it. I'm just reading Paul by the Spirit. All right? <laughs> Glory to Jesus. All right, go on. The one who eats everything must not treat with contempt the one who does not. And the one who does not eat everything must not judge the one who does. For God has accepted them. Glory to God. Who are you to judge someone else's servant? To their own master, servants stand or fall. And they will stand, for the Lord is able to make them stand. One person considers one day more sacred than the other. Another considers every day alike. Each of them should be fully convinced in their own mind. Please pause. Now, knowing this, why are people fight over Sabbath day? Today is Sabbath. Today is Sabbath. See, Sabbath, Saturday is Sabbath. Saturday is Sabbath. Why are you fighting over Sabbath day? No, I mean, Saturday is real Sabbath day. Sunday is... If you actually have knowledge, you will see here that to each one is own on this matter. It's not a rule. So you can say, today is my Sunday. Good for you. Today is my church day. Fine. There is no compulsory rule to it. We can say in our, in our, in our church now that from next month, we will not do Sunday, we will do this Saturday evening. It's our choice. There is no rule to it. It doesn't make you less spiritual or more spiritual. One person says every day is the same thing. So another person says, one day, which particular day of the week is the special sacred day to God. To each one, is own. There's no right or wrong in it. To each one. All right, go on. Yeah. 
Whoever regards one day as special does so to the Lord. Look at that. Whoever eats meat does so to the Lord, for they give thanks to God. And whoever abstains does so to the Lord and gives thanks to God. Awesome. For none of us lives for ourselves alone, and none of us dies for ourselves alone. If we live, we live for the Lord, and if we die, we die for the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. Glory to Jesus. For this very reason, Christ died and returned to life, so that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. Yeah. You then, why do you judge your brother or sister? Or why do you treat them with contempt? For we will all stand before God's judgment seat. It is written, as surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me, every tongue will acknowledge God. So then each of us will give an account to us of ourselves to God. Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle with in the way of a brother or sister. You see that? Go on. I am convinced, being fully persuaded in the Lord Jesus, that nothing is unclean in itself. But if anyone regards something as unclean, then for that person it is unclean. Yeah. If your brother or sister is distressed because of what you eat, you are no longer acting in love. Do not by your eating destroy someone for whom Christ died. Therefore, do not let what you know be good. What, what you, you know, know is good, good yeah. be spoken of as evil. Awesome. But the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Because anyone who serves Christ in this way is pleasing to God and receives human approval. Let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. <laughs> All food is clean, but it is wrong for a person to eat anything that causes someone else to stumble. Huh. It is better to not... It is better not to eat meat or drink wine or to do anything else that will cause your brother or sister to fall. So whatever you believe about these things, keep between yourself and God. Blessed is the one who does not condemn himself by what he approves. Hmm. But whoever has doubts is condemned if they eat, because their eating is not from faith, and everything that does not come from faith is sin. Look at that. That's a long read, right? But very, very, you know, um, important. Says first that you should not you should resolve in your heart. What question? Okay, should first of all do this question quickly. So, um, Paul gets to the end of this chapter and says people should not do things that will lead another person to sin. But at the beginning mm. of the start, uh, at the beginning of the chapter starts off with saying you shouldn't judge another person. Yeah. So it's kind of conflicting. I, w- I would I would untie it. All right. Now you start by saying that accept those whose faith is weak. That, 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 that's what clears it up. Now the person judging, the person's faith is weak. That's the point. This person's faith. Okay. What do you mean by accept? Accept. Number one, do everything in love. Number two, because it states it throughout the chapter, okay, that if my doing it will become a stumbling for the person, maybe I should not do it. That's the point. Okay, so he's not saying that um, I should agree with the person. No, no, no. Ask them why do they judge? You cannot ask everybody why do they judge. No, no, but he said it in the verse. What? He said it in the chapter. He yes. Them why do no, they no, judge? Sh- sh- relax, okay. When, 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 when you read this kind of thing, you read your parts. I can't read for them why they judge. It's now, that's what, that's their, that's their own, you get in, relax. You cannot help someone read why they're judging. No, I'm sorry. Could we put that up, please? That place that says, Jesus is Lord. <laughs> what verse is that? I don't know. Verse 10. Okay. 
Quickly, quickly, quickly. All right. So you then, why do you judge your brother or sister? Why do you treat them with contempt? For we will all stand before God's judgment. Next verse. Jesus. Is this no, that, that's no. That, yeah, this is 11. As surely as I live. Yeah, Lord, go to 12. 12. Then 13. Each of us will give an account of ourselves to God. 13, 13, 13, 13. Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. That's, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, he asked them, why did they judge? And told them to stop mm-hmm. passing judgment. Yeah. And then he shifted responsibility from them to the one who could make them stumble. Yeah. So he's saying the strong person should be strong for the weak person. Yeah. But then he says the weak person should stop being weak. Yeah. So you, stop being weak. You're you that weak, stop being weak. You're that strong, responsible. That's the meaning. So it gives you your part. Strong, strong person, weak also, take your part. Do you understand? That's proper pastoring. That's proper pastoring. Care for the strong Talk to the strong, responsible, to the weak. Fix up, right? Grow. You that you have grown past it, think about the weak among you. That's the point. Do not, you know, that's what you're saying, that don't put a stumbling block in another person's way. So it's personal responsibility that if what I'm doing right now will make another person to, to stumble, I should be responsible about it. That's, that's the entire point. Okay? So I'm telling that one, leave the person to eat his food. To do kinikor, kinikor, it's not your problem. It's not kinikor, kinikor, kinikor. You that are strong, Okay, your liberty is making make someone else to stumble and we cut it off. Not because it is bad, but because we are being responsible. We are working in love. Okay? Now don't make people stumble by our own choices. Alright? So he said, if my eating meat will become a problem, then let me know eating meat. Interesting. Responsibility. You have to use the mic. Good? Okay. You must stand here. Amara. Mike. Amen. Let's make it fast. Ah, seven to two. <laughs> All right. Ah, your mom. Okay. No, I will not show your face. So my mom uses the blood of Jesus anytime she's praying. And please use the mic very well. My mom uses the blood of Jesus anytime she's praying. The real blood. So, like, I don't believe in it anymore, but, like, she will ask me, why don't you use it? Use it for? Call on your house. Call on yourself and all that. Well, like, no, the time I used to believe in that. Yeah. But now I don't believe in it anymore. And the times I do it, I do it so that, like, she would leave me alone. So, am I contradicting my faith in trying to Use it. For our sake, use it. If it's blood in the house, you're not drinking, you're not, you're not drinking, you know that you're drinking only water. They're not even giving you only water to drink. Now it's even, even more advanced. So you just to sprinkle house with, 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 with Ribena or with um, Tasty Time. Sprinkle it. Sprinkle it with love and prayer. You're, you're walking in love. No, it's not actually paying you. You know, why is it paining you? If, if, you're, if, you're, if you're actually knowledgeable, this is not paying you. Why you also paining you? It, why is it paining you? Use it. Is it affecting your head? No. Use it. It's not what argument. And, and so, it, it does. It's not, it's not. No, you're walking in love. Not dishonest. You're walking to that person's faith level. 
There are things I would do that if I, if I want to teach you something, there's a way I'll teach you that I will not teach somebody else. For example, when you tell me that you believe in Holy Communion so much, I want to pray for you. For me, it's wisdom to pray the Holy Communion for you. Just bless the Holy Communion for you. Because that's what you believe in. It will get you healed. If I know that if I pray for you and lay hands, you don't, you don't, will not do for you. You want communion, something to eat. I will bless what I for you and break it every day. I get, it, I get my job done. It's not insincerity because I know in itself it's not good or bad. Do you understand? It's just a level of faith. Level of faith. Some people, I can call them on the phone and pray for them for healing. Other people need mantle. Give them mantle. Nothing happens to me. Some people believe anointing oil. Bless anointing oil for them to drink it. They like to drink it. They want to drink it. Uh, more, more. Bless. You, the person who gets healed is where the person's faith is. You've done your own job. There's no argument, no dragging. Then I give person no, no, no need. It's not what argument. It's, it's, it's love, not dishonesty. Not be arguing to your mother. It's, they, don't, they will not hear you. What's the point? They will not hear you. What's, what, what's the point? Not to fight over prayer. Do not fight. Do not fight over prayer. What have you gained? Not fight over prayer. What have you gained? Wisdom. It's just you have peace of mind. They will love you more. Ah, your, tell you, your church is good. I'm telling you, your church is good. The pastor is a good teacher. Do you when you argue, when you argue with them, like in their hearts, are they teaching to fight our church? Do you understand? If, if, if what I teach you here makes make, make us fight at church, makes make us fight at home, there's a problem. Do you understand? What you are taught here makes us make fight at home. There's a problem. Big problem. If I'm your pastor, if I'm your mother, I will ban, I will ban you. Sincerely. Let's, let's be real. If I'm your father, I want to teach you something so I argue at home. I will ban it. I will ban it. Every responsible father should ban it. It means that you're not being well taught. Real knowledge should lead to love. Not leading to love, I will ban it. I'm telling you the truth. If what I thought make, makes you more makes you argumentative, it should ban you from going to church. And I will bless the banning. If what I thought makes make, makes your makes, makes your own hurt, then I didn't teach you well. They are teaching you you have you are you ask is hurt, you are fighting over it. Ah. I will they will ban it and will bless the ban. We don't like church. But it's, it's important. Love. If, if you're not growing in love, you're not being well taught. Or you're not hearing it. See, this is how I regulate myself at home. Because we are women and we have fuses. Your few can want to burn. You remind yourself that, see, I'm a child of God. Though. I'm, a child, I'm a child of God. Remind yourself that, ah, I'm alone in you. I said you would die. Do you understand? Self regulate, self self control. I can be doing crap, blah, blah, blah. I'm arguing right every time. I'm a guy. Tell myself the truth that this battle argument, you told you, you know, try. Do you understand? When you make a mistake, fix up, babe. I'm sorry. All right. My wife, are you okay? I'm married, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, ask quickly. I want to ask. He was rude. He's no longer rude. New man in Christ. Uh, I want to ask. If you are um, encouraged to operate at other people's levels of faith, yeah, with them, with them, for their sake, yep. Then when do you? Operate at your level for your sake. When you are alone, so after praying a prayer, for example, let's say you are praying family prayer so for, 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 for protection. So, wait, I have a question. Yeah. But if you find yourself 
Exactly. Like if you are always with them, and you're always op always operating with um, with them, two things can happen. Mm. One, you are taken away from yourself. Yeah. Unconsciously or mm. or, or or what's called knowingly. Little little by little, you would find yourself doing things that you don't necessarily believe in, but for their sake, let let us help them. It may start. It may look like it is benign things is not going to affect anything but the more you do it those little little can become habitual it can exactly you will just keep on losing yourself and you may think that okay i was strong so i was doing it for the week but it but you may now you, you can you become may, you can yeah, yeah exactly you may awesome. become the week awesome you, awesome awesome it. paul said somewhere here he says he says they will not stumble god will make, god will make them stand it's even in this verse it's interesting in this chapter that to, 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 to God the rise or fall, and God is, is able to make them stand. God is able to make you stand. Because, because if, if the alternative is, is to quarrel, then that one too is not, is not good too. Do you understand? If the alternative is to quarrel with your parents over it, it's also not good. So you do your countdown when you can leave that place. You count when you can leave the house. You do your countdown. You get, but there's no point living under someone's roof and fighting with the person. Just, you, you don't want, make money, pack your load, go, fight to stop. And when you are going home, do I want you to come home? Dress where they want you to dress, it's fine. Once you leave again, till three months and you are going back there, do your thing. You will live at peace. The Bible says, follow peace to all men. Follow peace with all men. It has to be your watch. Follow peace to all men. See, you think you will lose yourself, right? If you know why you are doing it, you will be fine. And you, you, you always have to, you can always, you can always go, go back with the word of God to refresh yourself every time again in God's word. Because love, love is the first thing first. For a believer, love. So if you know what can love, anything you are doing is just a waste of time. It's sin. Once you move love from it, you are, you are sinning. You have to use the mic. What's your pocket? What's in this pocket? You know, that one. Lip bound. Okay, Face. so back to this question that I can ask. Yeah. That's not what I asked. And you know how we are trying to love them. Hmm. I mean, you can't love... God is love and the ability to love people. Yeah. Sexual, my ability to love God and understand his love for us. <laughs> so that being said, you, like I think what Akin is trying to say is something that happens to us so easily. Mm. So we're not trying to please them. I, I don't know. I feel like there's a point where we even need to be, I don't know. But I really think there's a point where we need to be articulate as well. What? about Articulate, articulate as well yeah. about our stance. Because in the attempt to want to go wuzuwaza, sometimes it begins to look like you're blurring the lines. And so when you hear, now hear you things know, like... Blurring is different. We're talking about things that, that are not sins here. When you move to brain, means are talking about something that are sinful. What we are now is that something is not a sin. It's not good or it's not bad. Do you get? So in that one, there's no brain in the line. That's not your question. I, I think... Yeah, Abby, I, I think we are our, talking... Our context today is that it's not good, it's not bad. We call it disputables. Oh, so there's no clear rule on okay. it. Do you understand? So it's different. Okay. Now, when, it, when it's about a matter of sin, there has to be clarity. You get, but when it's things about that dressing, that you know, you you for you do um, a fine air now, and, and that's it's not a sin. It looks good on him, right? It's not a sin. So talking about about disputables, you understand disputables, okay? All right. So the, the key word there is love, and it, this this is very key for us as young believers. Amen. It's very key as strong that we don't let our knowledge become argument and fights. If I'm fighting over it, then it means I don't know it. I'm not knowledgeable. 
If my knowledge leads me out of love, it's not knowledge. I did not learn it from God. Do you get my point here? This is, let, 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 it, let, it moderate, let it let it regulate you. Let it regulate you. Let it regulate you. That means you have to pray about at home. Pray for that you pray for liberty for. That this thing, you know, God, I want to be free to do it. That you pray about. Everyone was when, when I was when I was when I was born again. You know, I want to go to church. My mom be like, don't go to church because it's not a church. Now the people how they behave. If their church is fine. Once you leave their church, it's yeah, only too much. If it's their church, no problem. So don't do it. Can you church? The pastor be that for you in that church. Yeah, don't go to church. So I went to the room. You really get there to call the father. Apple load the bookers. Don't look at my be going. So there are things you have to pray about. Are you proud that you win in prayer? Are you winning prayer? Are you winning prayer? They also win with good behavior. That's that's thing that I like you to do more if, if your behavior is getting better at home. If you if you are you can see they're actually getting they are changing. This person is getting mature. Let her do her thing. But when you are always fighting, like lie, you're not, you're not serious. You're a fake Christian. What? Are, what how will how will you defend your case? How will you defend it? How will you defend your case? You know my point here. But when you're actually growing and you're getting better, they give you more liberty. For example, you know, my, in my house growing up, at some point, my mom had issues. We had issues growing up. I had, I had trust. Huh. My, my, my star will say this thing. Hope, hope she will agree with me. Amen. But you know my point? I had, I had trust. When I brought my, my babe home, when my mom, I was another level, when I, when I brought, my, when I brought Bukola home to my, to my mother, and trust. There was no, how are you having babe? No. There was trust. But some people bring their babe home and it's wala. Do you understand? So maturity leads to trust. Maturity will earn you trust. We'll, we'll, give, we'll give your decisions credibility. Very important, guys, okay? All right, don't let your good be evil spoken of. All right? So if your eating is make me turn to fight, don't eat meat again. All right? Thank you. Good. Let's read one more. One more. Please, so that we can just wrap this up. Okay, two, two more. First Corinthians eight nine to thirteen. First Corinthians eight nine to thirteen. First Corinthians eight nine to thirteen. Be careful, however, that the exercise of your of your rights does not become a stumbling block to the weak. Because it's your right, so are you using your rights? Doesn't call another person stumbling block. You're right. No, another person stumbling block. All right. For if someone with a weak conscience sees you with all your knowledge eating in an idol's temple, would that person be emboldened to eat what is sacrificed to idols? Sorry. So this weak brother or sister for whom Christ died is destroyed by your knowledge. When you sin against them in this way and wound their weak conscience, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if what I eat causes my brother or sister to fall into sin, I will never eat meat again so that I will not cause them to fall. You see that? So if my eating meat or whatever, meat is the, is the example here, make another person stumble. Maybe I should eat meat again. You get. So is that love for others? That is my body right, but I, I'm God's own. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm God's steward. So I use my body in love. Very important. That love guides me. I grow beyond my body, my choices. No. My body, God's choices. My body, love choices. All right? Galatians 5, 13 to 15. 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 
You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. Do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. Please pause. It says you have been called to liberty. But don't use your liberty to indulge the flesh. It says rather, serve each other in love. So it means this. Look at this. When my choice leads to fight at home, argument, disagreement with my, my, my parents, fighting, I, I'm, and I'm fighting back, I'm using my, my liberty to indulge the flesh. Remove the ring. Mommy, lie, lie. It's not a sin. I'm not agree. My body, my choice. I'm an adult. Uh, no, fair. No, sir. <laughs> it says, you're using your body, you're using your liberty to indulge the flesh. Amen. This rather, serve one another in love. Look at that. Serve. Another part of the Bible says, prefer others to yourself. As in, Jesus first, others next, Right? Put others above yourself. For you, it's, 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 not, it's annoying, it's convenient, right? But I'm God's own. Love first. These things are difficult, and, and you know, they are difficult to know that we are God's own. We live for God ourselves. And the more we practice, the more, the more we grow in doing these things. The more we practice yielding, the more we yield. Yes, you get it. Is that you, you, even you know that I'm growing, Sha? I didn't fight over that matter. I didn't fight over it. Ah, me last year. That's growth. That's growth. When your mommy says, Ah, he did not argue. Eh? He did not argue. Ah, are you okay? Have you eaten? Ah, you did not argue. Growth. Growth. When they can tell each other that since, since he joined this church, she has changed though. Do you understand? That's testimony. Ah, he's happier, he's more agreeable, he's kinder. That's growth. It's your personal privilege in Christ that people have for you a good testimony. It's personal. It's a personal joy. Do you understand? It brings your father glory. It's a personal joy. But when you are known for God's books at home, see, I just got to beg you in all this matter. I can kneel down. I'm serious. But I just got to beg you. Don't be tipsy people. They are fighting, fighting at home. I just got to beg you. It means we are doing nothing. Let me not lie to you. This is what we are doing here. We are fooling ourselves. All those pray in the spirit, get drunk, professor of knowledge. If you are not in love, it's, it's zero. It's buying first Corinthians 13. Noisy symbol. Second turn, Jenny. It's scripture. So if I like teach you here, doesn't make you more love you. I can close the church. Go somewhere else. We are doing nothing. When you get to heaven, zero reward. What are we doing? And coin your finger. How do I? How do I? No, no, no. How do I? How do I defend myself before God? That with all the grace I gave you, your people used to fight, used to fight over, 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 arguing everywhere, fighting everywhere. They are not going in love. Like, what are we doing? Like I can't leave church for people. Man, she got to, man, she got to win. Ah, you can be passing yourself and fight and do your basketballs. I love. Is that we measure growth? Love, not gifts. If I lay hands on you, you prophesy. So what is that? What, what, why? It's, it's, not, it's not, you can't measure growth by prophecy. Do you get? You can't measure growth by impartation. It's not on growth. Hey, you read a to prophet, what does comes out? It's not growth. It's not his gifts. Why? Because it gives grace, grace. It's grace, it's free gifts, it's gifts. What is real growth is what you nurture. Character. 
That, that, that one that, ah, what is what he did to you when you go to Rapada? As you're not talking, he's paying me, well, God, this is for you. This talk, I did talk, I did not talk. This talk, I did not talk, Jesus. I want to talk. Boy, you're crying that God, I want to talk. I want to talk back. We are God, you are crying it out. I want to, that, that's growth. That's, that's restraint under pressure. Do you understand? That's restraint under pressure. Oh, you are maturing. When, before, before God, you are crying. But you cannot talk it out in public. Oh, Lord, what to me? What she said to me, Lord, it pains me. Well, I cannot talk. His love compels us. His love controls us. That's maturity. I, you know, we are all growing in these things, okay? Even me. I hold it up to right. We are all growing in this. Allow yourself to grow in it. Your spouses will thank God for you. Your children. Ah, my mommy is good. Not the one that your, your, mommy, your son did A. You've given him A, B, C to Z. Just one smart, you knocked all day. But believer in Christ, church prophets. Yeah, yeah, Joe. But our kids are like, Mommy, just stay in church, don't come home. <laughs> mommy, just stay in church, don't come home. Mommy comes, hey, Mommy, it's a daily. Hey, Jesus. Everybody, everybody goes to their room and, and it's there because Mommy's back from church. From the gate. Kilo Marshall, Madame, no lie. And what's the point? What's the point? What's the point? What's the entire point? They know you're on the streets for shouting. What's the entire point of, of your feet? What are we doing? Do you get? Now your tongue loud pass. As your tongue loud, now so your fight loud reach for us also. Hey, pra, pra, pra. Oh, at home too. Kilomash, I want people ye. Ah, I had one, actually, I had one neighbor at my, at my house. She causes her children every day. Every day. As in, I'm serious. We know her for it. I think you're fatima also. Every day. And it's loud, not even with the yeram. Can you call, can you call? Oh, it's a one. Ah! Amen. Verse 14 says, Galatians 5, verse 14 says, for the, all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, beware that they don't consume each other. It says if you bite and devour each other, beware that they don't consume each other. All the law is summed up in love. Walking in love with people. Let love compel you. Let love restrain you. If you are growing in love, you are growing well. See, the best way to be a loving neighbor a loving friend, sibling, child, or spouse is to grow in love. It's love that keeps families together. Not, a, not, not, see, not, fi- not, fi- not emotional love. I've seen people that, when they got married, even though they would tell you how mad they were in love, after two years, I don't like him. Can you come? Can you come? He did that. Sometimes I'm like, but you were in love two years ago. What will help marriages is growing in the love of God. I say this thing very often. Marriage has seasons, love has seasons. The flags you don't deal with at the beginning, that you don't deal with at the beginning, I tell you with all experience and truth. Not, 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 your, not your partner's fault, your, your own fault, that you don't deal at the beginning. Even you know that thing is the flag. 
Later on, it becomes a problem. At the beginning, it might be cute. Some people are cute at the beginning. They are cute at the beginning. They are cute. It's so bold. It's so kineko kineko. Later, it becomes is a bully. It's from his bold and daring to is a bully. It's that same thing. But the more time passes, the more you do it, it becomes resentment. The more you do it, it becomes, people just get start developing resentment. Walking in love. Walking in love. Walking in love. You now wonder why many Christian homes don't work. They are Christians. They didn't grow in love. They didn't grow in love. They didn't grow in love. So I just got to beg you. I use Jesus. I beg in the name of Jesus. Let love regulate you. Let love. See, someone says something. God's love has never been to a divorce court. God's love has never been to a divorce court. Love of God has never been to a divorce court. When two of them walk in love, it's not, they, cannot, they cannot get to that point. Love will fix them. Love will fix them. They will yield to God and yield to each other. And this will be solved. In all these things, let love guide you. So, undressing. Now, our rule here in TGC is this. That we don't have a problem with, with, with edus. With, if, you, if you shame one bar, we don't have a problem. But when you come and everything is, yeah, 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 yeah. We need to ask, are you okay? <laughs> are, are, you trying to, are you trying to cover for, some, for, for an emotional issue? <laughs> no, but seriously, people do. People do now. People do. People, people, people do. When they, feel, when they feel a particular bad mood, they just do things, do things, do things, do things, do things, do things. Some people, some people look, their, they look their mood. When you, when, when you see their mood, you, have, you can have an idea of something's not right here. Okay? But generally, like, generally, we don't have any issue with those things generally. Generally, because they are not sins. But, for the sake of others, when you come to minister on the altar, not, not because even issues, but because other people that come to hear the message can have issues with it. So you come to lead worship, right? You didn't commit a sin. But because someone is looking like, how you lead worship? How, how lead worship? And the person is just there, and the person has lost connection because of your, of your edu. You know, someone left, someone left our church because of this thing. Someone left our church in 2018. Yes, left our church for this. He asked, yes, he asked questions about the dressing, the clinical clinical. Too many questions about all this clinical clinical. He just. Even though it's only, but you get my point. So there are people like that also. Some of them will be devils, they'll be struggling in their heads. So when they should be connected to connecting and the same from God, they are struggling, having questions. As much as we can, we can help them. We can help them. For example, now, if you come to come and preach in a very formal church, I will not go with my jacket. I will wear the suit, the suit I have. I don't have plenty of suits, but don't have, I will wear it for their sake. That is how they dress there. Do you understand? Is that how we work? Okay, so here, when you come to minister here, we recommend, no, we, we insist that you are modest. That if you have more than hearing, when you get to the, when you come to the altar to minister, remove it. It's not hypocrisy. It's understanding. Normal hearing. Normal one, Abby? Normal one is one. It's one year, one year. Abby? Ah. They, are not, they are not loud. Uh, I agree with you, but because if we say one and another loud, loud is different, loud is relative. <laughs> Not to, to somebody now. 
is not loud. That, that, that's, that's where the issue is. That the, the lines are hard to live for people to do on their own because people's lines are different. Do you understand? When, that's why I said for church, for church, right? For church. When you leave church, I leave it to your conscience and God. On matter, I leave it to your conscience and God. Even though that things you do have like, guy, how far? Do you understand? That things you do, I have to call and say, Baba, this thing you did is extreme. Okay? But generally, right, leave it to your conscience and God. When you come to me on the altar, Please, normal one, one, two. As in, yeah, two, one, one, left and right, one. You are wearing your own now. You are wearing your own now. Eh? For guys also, please, don't do your way to the altar. But again, this, this, amen, guys. So this is not to curtail our freedoms. Just make sure that we don't get in the way. This year, God has given us prophecy of growth. So we cannot let ourselves block the growth. That's the point. People come, they go back because we are too extreme for them. Over time, they will blend, right? But give them room to understand you first. Do you get? When they come and, when they come and they see um, Amara with his air on the keyboard and he comes and gives a word of knowledge and, play, and talks and they see his character is good, life is progressing. Ah, maybe it's not a problem, oh. Do you understand? But not when, before, before, before they even learn, we've pissed them off, they've left. doesn't help our case. So as much as possible, make it easy for people to come in, then teach them. Hmm? Yeah. Said, said in the beginning, that right now, we can go some places and dress, because we have to dress like those places. We're not trying to, what I'm saying, started that it's, it's a dispute table, it's not a right or a wrong, it's a cultural context. Do you understand? It's a cultural context. There's a way you will sing here that you cannot sing that in a, in a white church. They will not hear you, you just put them off. Cultural context. Do you get So it's just cultural context. That. Do you get Again, we're just trying to man- manage around a tricky situation. Do you get We're trying to lovingly manage the situation. Do you understand? Hmm? If it's for the gospel, it's a, word, it's, a, it's, it's a noble sacrifice. Now, this means that knowing this now, you are not, if, if, even if your hair cannot be cut now, right? They're not going to freshly do a new one. Do you understand? Do you get my point? Even though, if, even if you're right now, maybe you cannot cut it now, right? Maybe. It means that you're not, you're not now going to go and do another one. Do you understand? <laughs> it means that right now, even if because of your ears right now, maybe you cannot cut it. It means that you're not now, for example, your ears not like, not like that yet. Now make it so. Do you understand? Do you get? So if, even if it's already like that, okay, and you cannot cut it, Yet, for example, but you don't now deliberately now do it again because you understand that we're trying to manage the situation. Do you understand? Do you understand? You get okay. It's just again, we do not call it bad or good, we give it context. This bit is context. We also said, don't fight over it at home. I just want to beg you, all right? Are we good? Thank, thank you, Father. Because we get better at these things. We get better at discerning your will and applying it as best as possible in, in the context of love. We receive grace this, 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 this evening. Amen. We are praying to be yielded people. Yielded that, that your kingdom comes first. Your kingdom comes first. Your purposes come first. In the name of Jesus. We, we learn to walk more and more in love. All of us, so including me, the pastor, we grow in these things, okay? We grow, we get better. Then when we look at ourselves in a year time, we're like, okay, I'm actually better at this. Better at loving, better at, better at, um, at, at um, uh, fixing disagreements, 
I'm better at understanding and being being tolerant with my my spouse, with my children, with my siblings. All right? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just we have prayed. Amen. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website, www.thisgreenchurch.org, for more info. God bless you.